Hayoyim Yoyim Rishon Bashabas. Today, first of all, it's Sunday and it's Bez Marchesh. Um, today, we're doing a Maimir. This is very interesting. I remember when this Maimir came out. After the Rebison passed away, things changed by the Rebbe and very, very rapidly, very, very quickly. Uh, and one of the most obvious changes was that the Rebbe stopped saying my mother. I understand from what I've heard from Vistach, from, the, from behind the, the curtains, that the Rebbe said that he says a Maimir every Shabbos. We didn't hear it, but the Rebbe said he said a Maimir every Shabbos. The Rebbe said he said a Rashi every Shabbos. Vistach, the language of like Waldman, asked the Rebbe what happened to the Rashi. He said, what are you talking about? I said a Rashi. But the Fabrengen were very cryptic. And, uh, but I also understand that the Rebbe once sent out a complaint, how come they didn't make a Maimir? There was a certain Fabrengen, and the Rebbe wanted to know they didn't, how come they didn't hear the Maimir and the Sichas? The Rebbe was speaking on a very, very high level and expected us to, to, to appreciate all of the different dimensions that he was communicating, and evidently we fell very, very, very short. I, I heard this from a very reliable source. It was once that the Rebbe actually said, how come they didn't make a Maimir? In other words, the Rebbe claimed to have said a Maimir and a Fabrengen, and the listeners couldn't hear it. It's not the Rebbe's problem, it's our problem, unfortunately. But what we know, the Rebbe stopped saying Maimorim right after Rosh Hashanah Tavshem 1988 to 89. In other words, it was still the year of Avelis for the Rebbe. The Rebbe said a Maimir Rosh Hashanah, which we learned. I think Zayyan Tzal's Masach, if I'm not mistaken. Then the Rebbe said a Maimir Shuva, which we also learned. Then he stopped. In Tavshem Memtes, there would be three more Maimorim. Erev Pesach, the Rebbe said a Maimir. Motzah Pesach, the Rebbe said a Maimir. Erev Shvuah, the Rebbe said a Maimir. And again he stopped. And those Memorim we also learned last year. Two years later, this is the Shabbos B'reishis. Tav Shirah, the Rebbe said a Maimir of Pashas Neyach. But I was at that Fabrengen, and I'll be very honest with you, I didn't hear no Maimir. I was there. I was at the Fabrengen. <laughs> but Rebbe Yael heard a Maimir. And uh, I, I heard from people that Shasta Chazora already, he was saying, we got to stop here, we got to think about this. The, the Rebbe's Fabrengens in those years were very short. Fabrengens were an hour and a half, two hours. There's no longer five South Fabrengens. And the Rebbe spoke very cryptically. And he would start subjects and not finish them, very abstract. And Tavshin Nun Aleph, the two my modern came out, both edited from the Rebbe. One is Noyach, and one is Chayis Sodom. And the Mitz Hashem, Beli Neder, or Be'ezer Hashem, is Borach. In addition to learning the Maimorim that are on our schedule of Memchas, we're going to be doing these two Maimorim. So in other words, if not for the fact that there's a Maimorim from Tavshin and Alf, we'd be learning today Hayyim Yoyim. But in Mitz Hashem, after this, we're sort of, and sort of is a very big word, going to fall into the pattern of approximately once a week a Maimorim. We'll be able to go back to learning Igdus on Thursdays and Hayyim Yoyim on Sundays and Maimorim on Mondays and Tuesdays and you won't feel being cheated. But, you know... <laughs> You take from one and you give to another. But today we're going to learn this Maimed. Eilat Eles Neach, Tavshin Nunalef. Now we all believe in Ashgach HaPratis. And sometimes you see it quite obviously. Friday we learned the Maimed. And today we're going to learn the Maimed. And the structure of the two Maimedim, I think, is very similar. What I explained to you on Friday was, of course, based on the Rebbe's Maimed, is that in Avedis Hashem there's three Madregis. Number one, tefillah. Tefillah means a connection to the Abish that based on our own efforts. Number two, Torah, 
which means a connection to the Eivishter by quote allowing Hashem's light into our world and number three the idea that the Jew doesn't need to develop a relationship with the Eivishter he is already one with the Eivishter that's what the Maimon on Friday was about Hashemayim Kisi three Madrigas of Eretz and three Madrigas of Shamayim and a whole bunch of examples of three remember the first base of Mishra second base of Mishra third base of Mishra um, and so forth Teirat and, and Tzedakah and a bunch of examples the three crowns today is a Maimon with a very similar structure not identical but similar structure this Maimon also is about three in Yonim and they are serving Hashem inside the Guf serving Hashem inside the Shama and serving the Abish on a level where he does one with the Abish. So it's not, it's not the identical three things, but the concept that is three madregas. And as I explained it to you once before, the, the Rebbe has the classic Sikhis, the Lakuta Sikhis chapter volume four of Lakuta Sikhis, where he divides up Yiddishkeit into three dimensions. Ta'ina Mitzvah is the first dimension, Tshuva is the second dimension, and the Atmi is the, the essential bond between the Yid and the Abish that would be the third dimension. And the whole point of those sikhs is to say that Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, a yid has all three levels of connection to the Yevish. This Maimon is making a, a, a very, very similar uh, point. And one of the key corollaries in this Maimon is to the three meals of Shabbos, the three periods of Shabbos. Friday night and Shabbos morning would correspond to the first two levels. Yiddishkeit mitzad aguf, Yiddishkeit mitzad anshomer. And the third meal of Shabbos, the third period of Shabbos, the Mincha, the afternoon of Shabbos, corresponds to the third Madrega, where you discern the Abish level, which is Mamish one with the Abish. And that's where this Maimed is headed. And um, let's begin to learn the Maimed, okay? We're starting from the Aleph, Eile, Teldes, Neyach, Neyach. The Maimed begins with the Pasuk, these are the offspring of Neyach. And then it says the second time, Noyach ish tzaddik. Noyach was a righteous man. Now we all know, because we've learned this in Chumash with Rashi, that whenever the Eivish Takvayachal repeats a person's name twice in succession, that's a sign of favoritism. Like you have Avraham Avraham, you have Yankiv Yankiv, you have Hashem Hashem, you have Moshe Moshe. So you have Noyach Noyach. Eivish liked him, so he repeats his name twice. The Zoyar. The Zoyar has a different insight, which also we've discussed multiple times. The Zoyar's insight is the reason a person's name is repeated twice because every person's neshama have the way they are in Atilas and the way they have, the way they come down into this world. Like Avraham Avinu says, Avraham Avinu says, my physical self compared to me as I am in Atilas is like ash. Insignificantly less. So the repeating of a person's name twice is to, so to speak, identify that there is this neshama the way it exists in Atsilas, and there is this same neshama as it descends into the lower world. And the idea of linking the higher Avraham with the lower Avraham, for example, or the higher Noyach with the lower Noyach, for example. So these are two classic interpretations of this double form. But this mime has a different idea. Noyach, Noyach means two levels of Noyach but not two levels of Noyach a higher level and a lower level two levels of Noyach a lower level and a higher level now a higher level and a lower level and a lower level and a higher level sounds the same to me right? <laughs> but it's not 
A higher level, low level means you're starting on a higher level and you're descending to a lower level. A lower level and a higher level means you're starting off down here, which is where we all exist, and you're ascending from the lower point to the higher point. In other words, in addition to the Zoya's commentary, the Zoya speaks in spiritual terms, you start out here and you descend here, there's also the Avaidah approach. The Avaidah approach is you start out here and you ascend here. That's the significance of Tel Des so let's get into the Maimed itself, if you will. interprets, and I want to just add right off the bat, one of the interesting things about this Maimed is that it's a Shabbos Breshis Maimed of Apashas which is unusual. The Maimed was said Breshis. Why? Because it was after Mincha. It was after Mincha. We had already read the Kiyas HaTayr of Naya. So it's a Raimed Raimed, it's like a Shal Shudis Maimed, and the Rebbe's already saying we're connected already to the next week. And the Tzamach explained, the mashakos of neach, neach, shtei piyavim hu. The double allusion to neach can be explained because neach obachim of Shabbos. By comparing neach to the theme of Shabbos, ube Shabbos yeshtei b'chinas. Shabbos has two levels. The Rebbe does a classic act of transference. Why did it say neach's name twice? And the answer is because neach is Shabbos and Shabbos is double. Now let's pause. Last time I checked, neach was a flood. Not Shabbos, <laughs> right? There's an incredible separation, disparity between the flood and Shabbos. Al-Tarab already says that the idea of Noyach is rest. How could Noyach rest when it's a flood? And of course, the, the answer to this question is that Noyach and the water of Noyach were an incredible challenge. They were destruction, in fact. But the end, the purpose of all of these challenges was that you should reach Naich You should read a state of rest. In other words, the name Noyach defines not only what happens, but what's going to be the result of what happens. The Pasha talks about a flood. The name of the Pasha describes rest because the flood was not only an act of destruction, it was an act of purification. Like it says in the Maimonid that there were 40 measures of water in the flood, 40 days of rain. Correspond to the 40 measures of salt, 40 measures of water needed to have a kosher to make them. The name does not describe the process of the cleansing, but the result of the cleansing. And the result of the cleansing is noyach, is peace. So the rabbi skips all those steps. You know, he doesn't go through this process. How could you have a patch where it talks about a flood, be called rest, and then explain that the end of the flood is rest, and so forth. You go straight to the point. Noyach is Shabbos. And Shabbos is rest. Why did they say noyach twice? We don't know that. But once you make the comparison between Noyach and Shabbos, you can explain it. Because the double Shabbos, we do understand. But this is a very, very familiar idea in Hasidus. And we know that Shabbos has two levels. says, If the Jewish people would keep two Shabbos as they should, there's a movement that's called Shabbos across America. It's a very interesting idea. It's not a Lubavitch idea, but it's still a very interesting idea that just if all Yid will keep one Shabbos or two Shabboses, Mashiach will come. There's a shtickle problem with this. The problem is that it's a steer between a Bavli and a Yerushalmi. The Babylonian Talmud and the Jerusalem. In Argen Modest it says, if Yid can keep two Shabboses, Mashiach will come. If you look in footnote 5, it says, Ilu hoyu Yisrael misham min Shabbos achas kitikun miyad hoyu ben David Baruch. If Yidin would keep one Shabbos, Mashiach would come. So which is it? One or two? And the answer the Hasidus gives is it's one Shabbos, but one Shabbos with two Madregas. 
In other words, the Ibali and the are not arguing. In terms of time, in terms of Gashmi's, it's one Shabbos. In terms of Ruchnias, there's two Eichas, there's two qualities, two levels of Shabbos. And when you keep that one Shabbos, to bring Mashiach to Kenya, you have to keep it on both Madrigas. So the Yerushalmi is telling you the physical fact that you have to keep one Shabbos. And the Babli is telling you the Kavana, the spiritual process, that this one Shabbos has to have these two Madrigas. I'm going back now to the text. The Yadua, it's well known. The Pirish, the meaning of this Gemara about keeping two Shabbos is, it really means one Shabbos. But that every Shabbos has two levels, and they are the night of Shabbos and the morning of Shabbos. Now let's pause. What do we know from Hasidus? What do we, what's the classic idea of uh, two Madregis of Shabbos? Friday night and Shabbos morning. So this is discussed in many Mamari Hasidus. We've had innumerable opportunities over the years. We've talked about this many, many, many times. And the basic idea is Isaiah. Shabbos is a day of rest. Right? Tell me a person who cannot rest. Do you know anybody who cannot rest? <laughs> Unfortunately, I know people who can't rest. You know people who can't rest? People who don't do anything. Because rest by definition, by definition, is a juxtaposition. You can rest from dot dot dot. You can't rest from being a couch potato. <laughs> Maybe you could, I don't know, go swimming. <laughs> okay. Rest assumes work. And the harder you work, the more meaningful the rest. And that's the concept of Shabbos. Shabbos, you rest. What does that mean? A whole week you work. Hasidus brings the Mechilta Rashbi. This is a very, very famous uh, commentary that says, just like it's a mitzvah to rest on Shabbos, it's the same mitzvah to work. All them, all them you look. Work is good. Has to be kosher. Has to be in the framework of Torah, the guidelines of Torah. But to run away from work, this is kamin. Shabbos is defined by the weekday. That's Friday night. All week I work. Shabbos I stop. What happens when you stop working? A lot of things happen. First of all, you relax. But more importantly, you're able to appreciate what you accomplished. The nature of work is that it's not fully appreciated until you pause. When a person hesitates, a person is in the middle of doing something, they stop and they examine their work. An artist or a musician who's painting, who's writing a piece of music, periodically you stop and look at what you accomplished. That's when a certain pleasure comes in. And the same is true in Avoidas, it's true in Panosa Gashmis, and it's true in Avoidas Hashem. That when you work a whole week, a Shabbos comes and you stop working. You can actually have a tainu or yishmak from the work you did all week and correspondingly to the Yiddishkeit work in the real world that we do all week. So Friday night is the pleasure from life. The pleasure from Yiddishkeit. This is called an ascent. Called rising up. What are you rising up from? You're going away from your work. What we call in Hasidus, you're going away from Avedas Habirudim. You're going past that level where everything you're doing is dealing with confusion and raising yourself into a place of peace and harmony and light. But the harmony and the light and the peace is only there because of the prior struggle in the place of confusion. The earlier engagement in the entanglement gives meaning to the departure from it. That's Friday night. I forgot already. I'm ashamed of that. The earlier engagement 
And the entanglement is what gives meaning to the departure from it. Now you go to sleep. Shina b'Shabbos Tainuk. No kidding. <laughs> That's an untouchable. Sleeping on Friday night is a very, very, very big mitzvah. And then comes Shabbos morning. Wake up in the morning. What now? May have a cup of coffee. <laughs> it's still Shabbos. You're still in a state of rest. But you're not resting from work. Because you already did that yesterday. So it says in Hasidus that Shabbos morning is a whole nother dimension. This is resting from the rest from work. It's a higher level. This is very, very difficult to explain in practical terms. It's very, very difficult. To, what's the difference? I'm, I'm enjoying the work that I did. Now I'm enjoying the enjoyment of the work. It sounds very, very similar. It's very difficult to know the difference. But I'll explain it to you in, in the way Hasidus explained it in very simple words. If I undertake a project that's challenging to me, and I do it, I have two different pleasures, two very different pleasures. Number one, the, the pleasure of the project. And number two, the simple fact that I got something done. That I want to do something and I accomplished. The second is much deeper and plainer than the first. And that's the Hasidus. Hashem gets a pleasure that we do, what he, we do His mitzvahs. And then there's a higher pleasure, the simple fact that we listen to Him. The second is much, much higher than the first. And that's basically, and the word basically is a loaded word, the difference between Friday night and Shabbos morning. A whole week of Yid works. And in Ruchni is the term, the work of Yid David. You're struggling to disentangle the confused. Bring the Abish to another little piece of his world. Through our struggles, through our Yiddishkeit, through our living and through our working and through our so on. Shabbos you rest. But the rest of Shabbos is enjoying what you achieved. Shabbos morning, you're simply enjoying that you achieved. In other words, one is a pleasure connected to the work, and the other is a pleasure connected to your will, which is a much more pure, it's much more absolute, it's much more connected to the so-called essence of what the person is. So it says in Kabbalah, it's two madregas in Shabbos. It says in Zoya, and the, the, the line that we read Friday night, you know the little paragraph over there, before Baruchu? By the way, if ladies David Maidev, which you don't have to do, but if you do in your house, you should say Veloima. It's a beautiful paragraph. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Before Baruch on Friday night, Veloima is a very... Bechlal Kegavna, if only we'd read the English, Kegavna, it's a beautiful Tefillah Kegavna. But the Veloima is especially beautiful. But the whole Kegavna talks about Maile Shabbat and Yeme Shabbat. This is classic language from the Zayat. Look inside, you'll see it. So when the Gemara says that if Yidin will keep one Shabbos, Mashiach will come, it means Yidin will keep the two dimensions of that one Shabbos. The dimension of Shabbos where they work on serving Hashem a whole week and then delight in separating themselves from their work and then have a renewed delight in the fact that they did what the Ebi still wanted. So the Maimah goes on to say that just like Shabbos has two Bechines, the same is true Neach. Neach, Neach, it says Noyach's name twice because Noyach is the same theme of Shabbos. Okay? Let's read it inside. Shabbos, it corresponds to Shabbos and Shabbos. Now, I don't know if Noyach is Shabbos or means Shabbos. In other words, is Noyach the seventh day of the week or is Noyach the same concept? You know? You go through such an Ibel such a struggle, and such a 
exhaustion, like a marble, like a flood, a turbulence of, of historic proportions. And the reward afterwards is Ein from Noyach. And the two, and, and Noyach has two levels, just like Shabbos has two levels. So whether Noyach is literally Shabbos or figuratively Shabbos is a detail. I, I would imagine that it's figuratively Shabbos. In other words, just like you have a Shabbos every week, in history there's Noyach. Mashiach is Noyach. He brings from Malachazal a whole bunch of examples of what Noyach means. And just like there's two levels of the weekly event of Shabbos, there's two levels of the philosophical notion of, uh, of Noyach. That after a struggle there comes a peace and a reward. And he brings inside a bunch of examples. Uh, if you could look seven lines from the top, I'll do this quickly. Rest to God and rest to the world. Rest to the sons and rest for the fathers and rest to the children. Rest for those on high and those below. Rest in this world, rest in the next world. Don't ask me, tell you what that means, I don't know. Okay, but what this Maimon is doing is this. The Rebbe has a question. Why did they say Nayak's name twice? And of course you guys know, you people know, I'm sorry, I can't keep secrets. You'll find out later that it's not just the two times Noyach, it's actually the word Teldes. Teldes, Noyach, Noyach, is what this Maimon focuses on. And the Rebbe says, let's transfer. What's the transference that there's two Madrigas in Shabbos? But life can never be that simple, right? The Maimon be too short. Go to the bottom of that page, okay, where I made my little base. Three lines from the bottom page, in Yinhu, the idea is, Friday night, parenthesis, is Aliyah Samalchus. It's a time when Malchus ascends. In other words, the lower worlds rise up. What does it mean practically? It's the clarity we affect in. And the raising up that happens as a result of our Gufin of the Bahamas, the body and the animal soul, which is Tachtan Shabbat in the lower dimensions of what a human being is. Friday night represents raising ourselves above the struggle that we dealt with with our bodies. The Yehime Shabbat, the second line from the bottom, the morning of Shabbos. Parenthesis, Hamshachas Zoh, bringing godliness down. Hu Hamshachas Hagilui, this is the idea of infusing, bringing in the revelation, the nefesh of the kiss of the godly soul, who's otherwise known as Elian Shabbat. Shabbos has two concepts, raising up the body and bringing in more neshama. A whole week you work, and then Shabbos you get a neshama and you save it, right? The work of Shabbos is with the guru for the Muhammad in the real world. You raise all that up, and you add a new dimension of ruchnius on Shabbos as well. So this maimed is going to identify the two madregas of Shabbos, Friday night and Shabbos morning, as guf and neshama. I gave you, in my introduction, a more traditional model. Friday night is the pleasure from rest of work. And Shabbos morning is the pleasure of rest, you know, of self, so to speak. This Maimon says Friday night is the delight, the pleasure of having transcended the challenges of the goof. And Shabbos morning is the pleasure associated with bringing down the Nisham. By day, Shayyisol, Shemim, Shtay, turn the page, when you didn't keep two Shabbos. Shaydeze, Nasa, Hamanucho, which affects a rest and a calm parenthesis. Those things that interfere with serving the Eibishter. The lower dimension of a person, which is the body. The higher dimension of a person, which is the soul. This reveals a rest that comes from the Eibishter, which is higher than all of the worlds, and the higher worlds than the lower worlds. 
No, the we serve Hashem. And we keep Shabbos. And we keep Shabbos in both dimensions. The Abish that gives us something transcendent of them. Now, so the Maimon should finish right here. Shabbos has two levels. And Mayach also has two levels. Just like every week you rest, when people go through a flood, there's two levels of reward for those challenges. One that's related to it and one that's beyond relating to it. But the plot thickens. How does the plot thicken? And I want to explain this in greater detail, says the Rebbe. And he brings a nuance, a kvetch, a deal. I must preface what Hasidus explains. The idea that every Shabbos is actually two levels, Shayek Lazer is connected to the fact. There's a message that says everything about Shabbos is doubled, like two chalas, for example. Everything in Shabbos is doubled, kafel, double. And the footnotes that Rebbe brings that the idea that everything in Shabbos is doubled has to do with the message that says that everything has to do with Mashiach. All geulas are kafel. So Shabbos is the idea of redemption, so it's doubled. Now, what is the Rebbe adding by saying this word? Everything about Shabbos is doubled. He's adding a very simple thing. We know there's two concepts of Shabbos. The first concept of Shabbos is the pleasure from the work we did. The second concept is the pleasure from our very existence, that we did the work. But they're in different times. On Shabbos, one is Friday night, another Shabbos morning. Now, if everything about Shabbos is doubled, then in Friday night you have to have two things. And in Shabbos morning you have to have two things as well. And that's what the Rebbe is now saying. In addition to the first idea, that there's two levels in each Shabbos. Each one of the two levels includes the other level as well. Four lines into the Pedic. The meaning of this is when Chazal tell us everything on Shabbos is doubled. This means also each one. The two dimensions of Shabbos we described before who Kofel is doubled. Each one has both. And the Rebbe goes into the particulars. And he explains. Love and fear of God is the higher dimension of Shabbos. The Neshama, the spiritual dimension of Shabbos. In other words, the day of Shabbos. While the behavioral performance of mitzvahs, practical mitzvahs, is connected to the body, which is Maila Shabbat. So in Yiddishkeit terms, Friday night is the pleasure from doing mitzvahs. And Shabbos morning is the pleasure from our spiritual connection to the Eish. Says the Rebbe, each one of these is doubled. What does it mean that each one of these two is doubled? Notice that I boxed in the words. The love of God that comes from the Neshama. Which is alien Shabbat in the spiritual part of the person. Tumshach is drawn down. Into the animal soul, into the body, which is tachlin shabba up in the lower dimension of the person. He goes on to say, we have three levels of love: with your whole heart, with your whole soul, and with all your might. All three loves are three levels of the expression of the neshama, of the spiritual person. But the ultimate test of the integrity of this love is a very, very simple thing: if you love God, you will do what God says. So the higher dimension of Shabbos is the pleasure of Mavas Hashem and Yiddish Hashem 
But the measure of that Avaz Hashem is that because I love him, I do what he says. Because I fear him, I don't defy him. So what's Iske the Shabbat HaKofu? The spiritual, the higher dimension of Shabbos is also, also has a practical side. And in fact, it is that practical side which demonstrates the credibility of the spiritual experience. You follow? Top of the next page, please. Same is true in the other side. When a Jew does mitzvahs practically, parenthesis, avoid which is serving Hashem with the body. It must have love and fear. Which is serving Hashem with the neshama. And I guess the, the only way I can say this to you is that the, the proof that when you're doing mitzvahs behaviorally, you're doing them fully, is that you enjoy them. You do them with meaning. And the Rebbe doesn't qualify this. It just makes the statement. I wrote a, a, a suggestion on the margin, which I don't understand myself what I wrote, because I forgot already what I wrote. It's not that important. But Iskra the Shabbat means that it's two times two. Friday night is the delight, is the pleasure for being a Jew practically. The goof. But the proof that you're a Jew practically, completely, is that there's a pleasure in that practice. Like the sincerity we talked about in the previous episode. Shabbos morning is the delight from serving Hashem spiritually, with, joy, with passion, with love, and with fear. The measure of the integrity, that love and fear, is that it's, I love Him so much that I do what He says. So now we have two times two equals four, if you will. Friday night, the focus is on my body, which in Avedis Hashem tells us, Kabbalah Seil, and the proof of its integrity is that I enjoy it. Shabbos morning is the avoid of my neshama and the proof and it passions for Hashem and the proof is it's integrity that it comes down to the level of action. But that's not the end of the story. Without the end of the story, the mind would still be too short. So we read Sif Gimel now. Umam the continues that Shabbos has a third dimension. And the third dimension of Shabbos is Minchas Shabbos, the afternoon of Shabbos, which is the Chains Udud Shlishes the Shabbos, the third meal of Shabbos. Which are pikabola, you're not supposed to eat. It's a meal that you don't eat. It's like a yim kippet Mincha of Shabbos is called the Raiva de Raiva. The will of all wills. The highest madrig of Shabbos is Mincha. Normally, a pikabola, Mincha, the time of judgment, dinim. But in a holy world, judgment, dinim, is higher than chsadim, it's higher than kindness. Since Shabbos is a holy day, this man of dinim on Shabbos is holier than the man of chsadim on Shabbos. And the highest madrig of Shabbos is the third meal of Shabbos, which is Shalashudas. And in terms of, 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 of a life, the first two meals of Shabbos, like the two days of Rosh Hashanah, the third meal of Shabbos is like Yom Kippur. The first two meals of Shabbos are like this world and Yemois HaMashiach. And the third meal of Shabbos is like Tcheas uh, HaMesim. In all cases, it's higher than eating. Now what is, I'm sorry, what is the concept of the third meal of Shabbos? in our context. So he brings an additional point. Says the Rebbe, he le Maila Mishtea Shabbos, it's above the two levels of Shabbos. Maila Shabbat of Yehima Shabbat, the night of Shabbos, the day of Shabbos, that we already know is actually two times two, each one includes its counterpart. The add to the extent, Shalagabe Bechinazu, when compared to this third level, Shtea Shabbos, is saying Bishava, both of those Shabbos has become one. As it says in the Chazal, right? In the first set of Ten Commandments, it says Zohar, which means remember, which is the Mitzvah Seif Shabbat. In the second set of Ten Commandments, in Dvarim, it says Shomer, guard. 
which means don't do don't be mechalal Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Zochar and Shabbos were said in one breath, in one instant. The Eibush that Zochar and Shabbos b'dibar echad nemru. Says the Rebbe, this is the Madrege where both ideas of Shabbos are one. Zochar of Shabbos, the Zochar, the memory aspect of Shabbos corresponds to the day of Shabbos. Shamer of Shabbos corresponds to the night of Shabbos. Zochar v'shamer b'dibar echad nemru is a level where these two dimensions. The elevation of the goof and the bringing down of the soul become one and the same thing. And he continues third line into the paragraph, the Zohar Vishamah. These two dimensions of remembering and guarding Shabbos, Hemyeimah the Shabbata, Umayla Shabbata are the day of Shabbos and the night of Shabbos. Please skip the bracket, go down two lines. When compared to the afternoon of Shabbos, the mashpia, the giver and the receiver, which is Friday night and Shabbos morning, become one and the same thing. And I want to just mention that in our Nusikh, you don't have this in a lot of Nusikhoyes, but this is in our Nusikh. Everybody has Bo Boi Bom. In the davening of Shabbos, you say, in Shminesri. Right, saying of Nuchas saying, "Kadashenu b'mitzvaysecha, v'zinachinu b'mitzvaysecha, sabeinu b'tavecha, v'zameich nashu v'tayl lebeinu alduch." I'm not talking about other. I'm not talking about other. Rosen, no. Shabbos kachacha v'yanuchu. What's the next word? Friday night we say "va." We will rest in her. Shabbos morning we say "va" in him, because Friday night is the lower aspect of Shabbos. Shabbos morning is the higher of the Shabbos. And by Shabbos, should it say Vom in them, Loshan Rabbi. This is in all Nuschois. But we say something other Nuschois don't say. Friday, Vinuchu Vah. By Shabbos, should we say Shabbos Sois. Look in the Siddur. Shabbos Sois, Kachacha, Loshan Rabbi, Vinuchu Vom. In the Mincha of Davening, we say two Shabboses. This is the same two Shabboses we're talking about here in this Maimon. And the Rabbi's point is. Shabbos has two levels. And then Shabbos has a level which is above the two levels. The two levels become one and the same thing. And in context, Friday night is the Shabbos of the goof. And the Avodah Hashem with the goof. Shabbos day is Avodah Hashem with the Neshama. And although each one includes both, they're distinctive. Shalashudas, Raivid, Raivid, the goof and the Neshama become one and the same thing. How could that be? Yeah. Okay. Next paragraph, please. The Indian Zohar Veshama Badibarach. What does it mean that the idea of a Shabbos associated with Avedis Aguf and the idea of Shabbos as associated with Neshama become the same thing? In terms of our service at Abishtahu, so the says like this that the idea of Raiva Deraivan is the idea of the highest level of Shabbos is. And the Rebbe says in the brackets, not just on the level of the goof. And he translates, what does it mean to serve Hashem on the level of the goof? Based on your teva, based on your nature. Nor only on the level of your nishama, the passion that you have, which is the day of the nishama. Elah, the middle of the paragraph, the word that I circled, Shakir ma mitzvah shaloyahu, or Yidah's title mitzvah, mitzvah mitzvah atma, the mitzvah itself. Mitzvah meloshin tzapsa vachibur. But the word mitzvah means connected. Now, normally, how do we translate mitzvah meloshin tzapsa vachibur? That through the mitzvah we become connected, right? 
Here, mitzvah, Lashon Tatachim, means that because of the mitzvah, we're already connected. Shu misached, u mischaber, and made it tough. A yid is moment the Abish, the mitzvah, the mitzvah, the one who gave us the mitzvah, shalomayla, we are gathered the Elyon, the Tachnan, the Shalomayla, the Kedushin. This is what I told you in the beginning of the mind. There is a connection to the Abishta which we create through the service with our body in the real world. There's a connection to the Abishta which we create through our spiritual service, which is our neshama. And there's a connection to the Abishta because in truth we're already one with Him. And Friday night is the rest from the struggle of serving Hashem with our body. Shabbos morning is the rest from serving Hashem with the neshama. And Shalashudis is where those two things become the same pleasure. They become the same pleasure because you're experiencing a pleasure not of a relationship with the Yevishter, of a connection to the Yevishter, but the idea that Ayid is one with the Yevishter. This becomes the third dimension of Shabbos, the idea of Rai Vidarai. Okay? Bottom of the page, please, V'yesh But the Rebbe's got a problem. The Rebbe's problem is, he already told us earlier that Friday night we have two in Yonim. And Shabbos morning we have two in Yonim. In other words, Friday night we also have the advantage of the Nishama. And Shabbos morning we also have the advantage of the Guf. So what is Shabbos Shudis adding? We already have both together, Friday night and Shabbos day. Shahamayla the Minchas Shabbos. What is greater about Minchas Shabbos? Al Hakfilus Vayiskalus. Over the inclusiveness and the being doubled. Deshteha Shabbosis. Of the two earlier Madregis of Shabbos. That we discussed above. Shekalachas Mehem Kul Mishteim. Each one includes both. He. The be'inyan ha'eskalos the il sham the connection between the theme of the guf and the neshama, and the connection between the theme of the neshama and the guf that we described before. Kol echad mehem tapa page nun who in liyatzme. There are two separate ways of serving Hashem. Elo shekol gam in Hashem. In other words, Friday night the focus is how I struggled in the real world to be a yid, and I overcame those struggles. Now, in that struggle, there may have also been a delight and a pleasure. But the focus is on the struggle. Shabbos morning, I may be celebrating the richness I experience as a Yid. Yes, because I'm rich as a Jew, I also practice Teda Mitzvah behaviorally. So even though each one includes its counterpart, but there's clearly, we must Iker and the a primary and a secondary. In other words, Friday night is about my Guf, but it affects the Neshama as well. Shabbos morning is about the Neshama, but it spills over to the Guf as well. Second line from the end of that first paragraph on page Nun. The idea of Zohar V'shamah being in one thought. Who of this last period of Shabbos is that the passion of the mitzvah and the deed of the mitzvah are not playing off one another they become one and the same thing. So let's, how do we understand this? Put it in our own words. Kabbalah sale, yeah? Doing what God wants is an interesting kind of life. On the one hand, it's the easiest kind of life. On the other hand, it's the, other, the most difficult kind of life. And I think most of us would agree that for me, it's the most difficult. Why should I do something I don't want to? The upside of Kabbalah sale is that you're tuned into God's message. The downside of Kabbalah sale is you're not really tuned in. You're just doing it. On the other hand, there is Yiddishkeit, the joy of Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit is very rewarding. If we'd only take the time to enjoy Yiddishkeit and to invest in Yiddishkeit, Yiddishkeit is very, very meaningful. But the meaningful level of Yiddishkeit is very, as they say, subjective. It's personal. I love Yiddishkeit my way. You love Yiddishkeit your way. And they play off one another. Yeah. 
You gotta be a yid, and it'll give you pleasure. If you'll enjoy Yiddishkeit, you'll do what Abishta says. But this uh, struggle, or this variety, these divisions, are making a certain assumption. And the assumption is that I am separate from Hashem. So long as I am separate from the Abishta, part of me has to do what he says, part of me has to enjoy it, and I have to synthesize those two. But there's a place in me which is one with the Abishta. Now, you know, whenever you say, all you have to do is reveal the neshama, I don't know if I should laugh or cry. All you have to do, all you have to do, all you have to do is reveal the echida, and then you'll win the lottery. <laughs> I don't know where we're getting stuck, yeah? It's not, it's very, it's not simple at all. But it's, it's nevertheless true that there is a dimension of Shabbos, which is, so to speak, expressing the space where even one of the And I always go back to the same muscle. It's like Maidani. It's simple. It's not complicated. As long as it's complicated, you frighten the Eivishter away. In other words, our sophisticated relationship with the Eivishter brings us in touch with him, but becomes a barrier between him and us. Simple. Simple. Simple is beyond sophisticated. Simple is less than sophisticated, but it's also beyond sophisticated. And that's what I did that I... So, we now have three concepts. The idea that Shabbos, we enjoy the struggle of Yiddishkeit in the real world. And the idea that Shabbos, we enjoy the spiritual dimension of Shabbos. And the idea that we experience a simple connection to the Eberstein, where those two are one and the same. And that's the theme, if you will, of uh, Shalashudis. Now go Siv Dalit. And here that makes a, simple, a very interesting point. We have two ideas, yeah? We have a Guf Yiddishkeit and a Neshama Yiddishkeit. And then we have a connection to the Eberstein where they're one and the same thing. Says the Rebbe, it ain't that simple. Why? Because after all, Kabbalah sale gets us more in touch with the Abishta than Avavayidah. Our capacity to do what the Abishta tells us is closer to the truth than our personal experiences of Judaism. About Piyayadua, it's known, and that brings a bunch of sources. That the pleasure on Shabbos that Yid gets comes from the Abishta himself. Skip the parenthesis. The highest pleasure that comes from the Abishta himself, even though it's true that we have these different dimensions of Yiddishkeit, the practical and the spiritual, in the end, what at its very, very essence is Shabbos, the pleasure from practical mitzvahs, resting in physical work. Look at that box. Shabbat call Yisrael Shabbat. All Jews are equal. So the Rebbe says, Yesh Leimer. I want to make a commentary, says the Rebbe. We're dividing Shabbat into two themes. A Guf theme and a Neshama theme. And then claiming that there's a level which unifies both of those. Let me let you in on a secret. After all, the Guf theme, the Guf theme, the Friday night theme is closer to the truth. Because after all, Kabbalah Seil action gets us in touch with the Yemish to himself. That when a Jew is being Jewish from his own Nishamah, one with Hashem who gave us the mitzvah, it's expressed more. You have to have Friday night Yiddishkeit, which is action and struggle. You have to have Shabbos morning Yiddishkeit, which is inspiration and delight. And then you can have Shabbos afternoon Yiddishkeit, which makes them two. So, but I gotta tell you, what really gets you in touch with the Abish is when you do action. 
You have to have both. But the Friday, in other words, the theme of Friday night, which is the focus on the Gulf and Asiya, gets you to Atzma Samus. This is an additional point. And now he explains. He says like this. If you've lost a place five lines from the beginning of Sif Dalit, which is on page Nun. Says the Rebbe as follows. The Tam Ho'amiti Lozeh. The real reason she is throwing Makaya mitzvah that a Jew does a mitzvah. Parenthesis. Gam Kishain Lechayim Lozeh, even if he doesn't enjoy it. Humipnei, the real reason is Shikolechat Mi Yisrael Be'etzem Husi. Every Jew at his very core, Reitzel Laseis, Hu Reitzel Laseis, Kol Ma'ashir Asen Hashem. He wants to do what the Eivishter wants. Because the Ratzin said, this want to do with the will of the Eivishter is Mitzad Etzam HaNeshama, from the very essence of a person's soul, who has Siba, who has is the true reason, People do mitzvahs for all kinds of reasons. One of them is they don't want to get punished. If you're nine years old and you, want, you don't want to daven, you daven because it'll save you a couple of whatevers. <laughs> yeah. Many of us do mitzvah ulterior motivations. It says there might be you think you do with ulterior motivations. That's the outside of the mitzvah. The real truth is, this is what your neshama wants. The famous Rama that ever brings in the footnote, right? A person has to give uh, uh, a get, shikhla, has to give a divorce. A pitera. He doesn't want to. Problem is, you can't force a person to give a get. So you beat him. <laughs> and you get him to say, I want. And that's it. Now, what kind of game is that? Right? We're talking in a case where he's a he didn't give a get, shikhla. So he says, I want. You write the get, you give it to the person, and then he says, two minutes later, and then kish kish. I didn't mean it, Shay. Doesn't matter. It's a good get. Why? Because when it comes to the will of Hashem, as opposed to the opposite of the will of Hashem, says the Rambam, Mr. Nigla himself, Yitzay Takfa, a Jew wants what the Abishta wants. If he doesn't have to give the get up he didn't, that trick doesn't work. It only helps to beat somebody when Taylor says he has to give the get. And by the way, this doesn't only mean in a marriage. It's in get shikhir also. A person has to free his slave. It's the same halacha. You cannot force someone to free a slave. But there are cases in halacha where he has to free his slave. So you beat him. You have a similar halacha by karbonis. In the first person, says Rashi, you force him. Litzayne means he has to want, make up your mind. The tenets, a person has to bring a karma. But he cannot bring a karma against his will. So you beat him until he says, says, What kind of game is that? And the tenets is that when the Abish wants him to do it, Taylor says the Yid wants to do it. So when a Yid is doing a mitzvah, why? Because he's going to make money. You know, the Rebbe's famous sikha. This is one of those sikhas. I think everybody has to know this sikha. How did Avraham Avinu get people closer to the Eibishter? He blackmailed them. That's how. First he fed you. First he fed you on the house. And then he charged you a killing. Oh, you don't have to pay. Just bless God. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know God is pay. All of a sudden everybody became very religious. So the Rebbe has a sikha where he says, what kind of game is this? You force, and these were not you, these were goyim. Avram says two choices pay for your meal which was worth hundreds of dollars in modern terms or pray so of course they all prayed doesn't cost anything words, lip service so the Rebbe has a sikh and the sikh so he asks what's the credibility of this and the Rebbe says a chiddish nifla which is truly mind blowing and I'm going to use my own words when it comes to the sheva mitzvah b'nei noyach 
a goy's teva wants to do them just like when it comes to tayag mitzvahs, the teva of a yid. Just like when it comes to a yid, you force him to do a mitzvah, you say it has credibility because his neshama wants to do it. The Rebbe says a goy is the same thing. When Avram forces a goy to bless God, since it's one of the sheva mitzvahs, b'nei neach, he's saying he's doing it to save money. He's really doing it for the age. Don't trust me. Look it up. Says the Rebbe Elo, Shabbat's not goloi. On the outside, ain't near because she doesn't feel it. Shesi Basai, who are Ratsan, Shabbat Etam and Hashem, his pintle he had once. He thinks, Shakim, a mitzvah shalom, they are hergal, he's doing it out of habit. Oibishullah is a pnea because of some kind of a tendency. But you say there's a moral, but there's an idea of doing mitzvahs by mistake. Yeshleima de Gamkesha Ace Shalabim is cabin. A person doesn't mitzvah without any intent. How? You lose money and a poor person finds it. You should know. You know why you lost the money? What is it called? A Freudian loss. But not a Freudian loss from the subconscious, a Freudian loss from the very, very essence. So Debra says, What does it mean? You're doing a mitzvah not with discipline, you're doing a mitzvah not with pleasure. You're doing a mitzvah because you and the Avish are one. The Rebbe says it may be hidden, but it's the real truth of a person. And this notion is closer to the surface in our Kabbalah sale than in our Tavavayin. It's closer to our bittle than it is to our delight and our pleasure. So if we can summarize the Maimah to this point, the Maimah says three ideas. Uh, the first idea is that Friday night we have the pleasure of the work, that means the struggle with the goof of the Yitzhara. Shabbos morning we have the pleasure from the inspiration of Yiddish, right? And Raivad Raivan, we experience our oneness with Hashem where those two things become one and the same thing. And in fact, we'll discover that our Kabbalah Sel is closer to the truth than our personal pleasure in the love. Sivches. So according to what we just read, we don't have two ideas, but three ideas, right? The, the Shabbos of the struggle, the Shabbos of the delight, and the unification. Says the Rebbe, What's the message? After a flood, there's a reward. And the reward on two levels. The reward level of the guf, and the reward level of the nishamu, right? Says the Rebbe, that's not the end of the story. It says, What is the meaning of the word toildois? Says the Rebbe in Sevchas, Vezehu Eilat Teldis, Teldis Nayach. You have to focus not just on the two, double Nayach, but the word Teldis as well. The Atam Lazeh, I want to explain now, says the Rebbe. Shayim Nayach Nayach Teipa Amun Gabi Teldis Nayach. The word Nayach Nayach double is near the word Teldis. Ki Amit is Ayin Nayach Nayach Teipa Amun. The truest, the deepest idea that there's two levels of delight after a struggle. The delight from overcoming the struggle and the delight which is transcendent of that. And that both of those ideas, the a higher kind of delight and a lower kind of delight. There's a third place where both of those things are true. And where is that manifest in the word Teldes? What does Teldes mean? You see it in Teldes, says the Rebbe, the Teldesim, Shal Tzadikim, Maisim Tev. What are the offspring of Tzadikim, Rashi says? Not their children, but their good deeds. What is the, what is the Rebbe saying here? 
Tzaddikim do all kinds of things. They study, they're inspired, they're spiritually engaged, and they do mitzvahs. It can't tell the same of all the different things Tzaddikim do. What gets them closer to this truth? The actions they perform. So we have Noyach Noyach, twice Noyach. Twice Noyach means to say, after a flood, you have two levels of reward. Well, you should understand that there's something called Teldes Noyach. The real reason that after a flood you can have reward is because you do good things. And in fact, the good deeds that you do are going to get you in touch to a level where these two dimensions fuse, they merge, they become one and the same thing. And in the next paragraph, the Rebbe connects it to Tshuva. The Rebbe says, Nayak has the idea of Tshuva, he says. Nayak has the idea of Tshuva. And because Nayak has the idea of Tshuva, he says, what do we know about Tshuva? Tshuva is what gets us in touch with the essence of the Neshama. Since Nayak's Indian is Tshuva, in conjunction with Nayak, we're taught, Eila Teldes Nayak's Indian is Tshuva, because Nayak's idea is Tshuva, is to correct a wrong that came before, through the avoid of tshuva, which is the basic idea of nayach, we reach these two concepts of tainug, and in fact the unification of these two concepts of tainug together. Now look at the yud, which is in the middle of that paragraph. We'll finish the maimah with this. There's a gemara that says, "Tachlis All over Hasidus, they focus on the words. What does tshuva mean? To return to the Eibishter, right? Right? What does maizim teivim mean? Yiddishkeit. All of us understand the difference between tshuva and maizim teivim. Tshuva is return to the Eibishter. That's not an action, that's a spiritual journey. Maizim teivim are actions. So it says in Hasidus that when a Yid does tshuva, his actions are totally different. In Tanya chapter 31, the Altarebbe says, you don't have to sin to do tshuva, don't worry about it. You can do tshuva every day. Tshuva means returning to the Yiddish. And when you do tshuva, your Yiddishkeit, your practical Yiddishkeit, has a special uh, light, if you will. Okay? Four lines from the end of that paragraph. Shayadeya tshuva, when you didn't do tshuva, nasim ha-maisim, the actions that we perform, maisa mitzvahs, become maisim toivim, good deeds, but umi'idim, inspired deeds. In other words, the maisim, the aspect of maisa means gufa mitzvah, doing the mitzvahs. V'toivim, the goodness of those deeds. Hu ha'er mitzvah. It's the spiritual half of the mitzvah. In other words, Yiddishkeit in its ideal form includes doing what we must and doing it with a enthusiasm. Va'yadeha And it is the return to the Yebish, which reveals the very pintaliyid that affects that ha-maisim, the ha-mitzvahs atzmam, that the good deeds we do themselves, are inspired. In other words, shemeir behem begila, that it's revealed in them, the intent that comes from the essence of the neshama. I want to stop, but I want to restate this, because perhaps I didn't say it so clearly. All of us understand that there's a lower level of a connection to the Ebishter, and there's a higher level of a connection. All of us also understand that higher than any connection to the Yevishter is the idea that we're already connected to the Yevishter. That's what this Maimed is saying. But this Maimed adds one more very important detail. That we have different levels of connection to the Yevishter. True. Ultimately, we want not only to have a connection to the Yevishter, 
but to reveal the level where we're already connected. Agreed. Says the Maimer Toldois Noyachnoy. Toldois means it is our actions that are going to help us get in touch, not just with higher connections to the Ebishter, but that level where we're connected to the Ebishter inherently. So it may be true that doing mitzvahs practically is one kind of connection. Doing, being spiritually engaged is a different kind of connection. And arguably, spiritual engagement is more sophisticated than the behavioral connection. But that's only true in as much as we're noyach noyach. In as much as we are separate from the Eibishter and having a relationship with him. But toildos, when we focus on the deeds of the mitzvah, we're able to reveal how we're actually one with Hashem. And on that level, the two noyachs become one. In other words, what we do and how we feel become one and the same thing. In short, the point of this maimit is to say that there's a lot of different types of Yiddishkeit. If we want to have the best kind of Yiddishkeit, we should remember the theme of Kabbalah Seyom HaFashamayim. Okay, we're done.